Good morning, everybody. It's uh, Monday, a holiday today. President Trump's day. What? Oh, President's day. <laughs> oh, boy, you'd have the nation in an uproar. What? Happy President's Day. Happy President's Day. At least we still change our presidents. That's true. Thank goodness. Mm. Can't come soon enough. Yeah. <laughs> hey, my friends, go to CaliforniaParentAlliance.org and subscribe. Uh, that would be amazing. I wonder, um, I wonder what's next for us as parents. What, what could be possibly the next thing that they can bring in? I mean, we've been stuck on these like five as just Topics. as just school on what else is there <laughs> i don't know that's what i mean sex gender health you know medical freedom what else can they attack yeah, I other don't than know. lowering grades so that everybody can pass yeah. everybody gets so a trophy. academics yeah. academics medical sexual freedom gender you know american history racism like i don't know how much is left unless they tell them what clothes to wear well, that actually wouldn't be a bad thing. Uniforms mm. in school. Yeah, I don't know. My daughter wore uniforms her whole life. It didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are reading from uh, Smith Wigglesworth Devotional. Oh, you know, one thing I wanted to tell people is that we didn't get a chance because of church yesterday. And then you went to L.A. Um, and you know, take care of your mom and stuff, which is awesome. Uh, but yesterday was part two. Raising Lazarus. And Raising Lazarus. Lazarus. I don't know where I got the TH. Um, and of course, here it is. I have been, no, where am I? Where is the thing? This is all God. I am not going to assist. Oh, sorry. I started too early. I have asked the Lord to let me never tell the story except the, the way it happened. For I realize that God can never bless exaggerations. As we again said, Jesus, 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 the, the bed shook and the man shook. I said to the people who were th with me, you can all go downstairs now. This is all God. I am not going to assist him. I sat and watched that man get up and dress himself. We sang the doxo doxology, doxology as he walked down the steps. I said to him, now tell what happened. What has happened? It was soon told everywhere that Lazarus had been raised up. People came from all over to see him and to hear his testimony. God brought salvation to many. Right out in the open air, this man told what God had done. And as a result, many were convicted and converted. Great. I, didn't no want, I want to look up that story and find it. What I got to know the town. I want to, that, I mean, they're talking about Lazarus, but I thought they were talking about the man that was part of this church. That yeah, but he was, uh, he wasn't dead like Lazarus. He was oh. just paralyzed. Oh, not such Remember? A not no, a not a in the grave four days story. He was just paraplegic. Remember, he was just skin and bones yeah. lying in the bed. I wonder how, I mean, gosh, there's so much that has to happen for that because he'd been in bed for years, it sounds like. He had no bone or no muscle mass, mass and yet, yet he was able to stand up. It's pretty miraculous in itself. It's, it's almost it? dead. Yes. <laughs> it's almost as good as being dead. Right? <laughs> So we want, I just wanted to share that with you, just so you know, because it was part two. I didn't want to leave you hanging on a cliffhanger. Um, but today we're on February 21st, and this one uh, is another lame man. A lame man healed. The reference is Acts 3.6, and it says, Silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up 
and walk. Amen. The scripture reading is Acts 3, 1 through 16, which we'll read in just a few minutes. And uh, Smith says in this devotional, Peter and John were helpless and uneducated. They had no college education. They had only some training in fishing, but they had been with Jesus. To them had come a wonderful revelation of the power of the name of Jesus. They had handed out the bread and fish after Jesus had multiplied them. They had set, sat at the table with him, and John often gazed into his face. Jesus often had to rebuke Peter, but he had manifested his love to him through it all. Yes, he loved Peter, the wayward one. Oh, he's a loving savior. I have been wayward and stubborn. I had an unmanageable temper at one time, but how patient he has been. I am here to tell you that there is power in Jesus and in his wondrous name to transform anyone, to heal anyone. If only you will see him as God's lamb, as God's beloved son, upon whom was laid the iniquity of us all. If only you will see that Jesus paid the whole price for our redemption so that we might be free. Then you can enter into your purchased inheritance of salvation, of life, and of power. Poor Peter and John, they had no money. I don't think there are many who are as poor as Peter and John were, but they had faith. They had the power of the Holy Spirit. They had God. You can have God even though you have nothing else. Even if you have lost your character, you can have God. I have been the worst. I have seen the worst men saved by the power of God. The thought for today, he will lead you into nothingness. But when you are in nothingness, you will be in power. He will lead you into weakness. But when you are in weakness, God will be with you in might. Everything that seems weak from a human perspective will be under the control of divine power. Wow. I'm thinking of uh, what came to mind were a number of, you know, if there is a good thing about social media, it's, uh, it's the one thing is that you can see people, friends who are coming to faith in these last couple yes. years. And I, and I don't know if it, you know, it's like when you get a new car, that's all you see is that new car. Mm-hmm. You know, you see others driving your car. Hey, that was my car. Yeah. You, didn't, you didn't get that car until I bought my car. Yeah. But now, now you're, now I see all these posts, whether it's on Facebook or uh, Instagram or the others rumble. That it just seems like more of these people that I, I know either just through social media or from my, my last business I was involved in that they've, all, they've suddenly in the last year had a, an amazing transformation. Oh, that's great. You know, a lot of people are. And a lot of them, and just coming back to this devotional, had gone through such tumult. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I just know of, of their story because they have no problem sharing it on social media that, oh, you know, I'm going through a t- tough time. Either uh, it's been cancer or it's been loss of work, uh, loss of family members. And at that point, they were a little bit, they were struggling a little bit. And I'm not saying they've done it because of this show. I don't want to get, give anybody that impression. But I just suddenly see these people posting that you know they, awesome. their relationship with God has been so amazing. So this devotional speaks to a lot of what what God will do. He will just so true. Just kind of shake up your world. Absolutely. Yeah. I uh, I'm struck also by what he says. If you and I asked you about this too. I was like, what do you mean by God's lamb? And now, I mean, I understand that Jesus is referred to as God's lamb, but do you see him as God's lamb? And then I, I'm thinking about that 
sentence, if only you will see Jesus paid the whole price so you may be free. So purchased inheritance of salvation of life and of power. Um, I think this goes back to what Jack was saying about how do we do good deeds in we're in Romans three and how the importance of understanding it is not by works that we come to faith and it's not by works with which we are saved. We have faith. That's what saves us. And then we do good works by virtue of the faith and the indwelling of the Holy spirit. So this is just another aspect of it is like God saying that he is good. It's he doesn't do things because I am good. He does them because he is good, which goes back to this is that when you realize you don't, it's not a certain amount of atonement or a certain amount of achievements that get you to be purchased by Christ. You just believe. And then he paid the whole price. He doesn't, it's not like a two for one sale where he's just forgiven 50% of them. You know what I mean? Like buy one, get one 50% off. He's, he's forgiven. He's paid the price of all the sins of all he, the Lord has laid the iniquity of us all on him. Mm. All of us and all of the iniquity of us. So not only all in terms of numbers, but all in terms of quantity of sins. Wow. And you think of all the people, it's like heaven, you know, we have the six kids we have. So it'd be like uh, on Christmas, like we take every it takes all the work in the world to go, go to the mall. We still go to the mall, even though we do buy stuff online. But all the driving around and the money that's spent and the worry and all that kind of stuff. And and it's in God's world, on a percentage-wise, yeah. if we were to take it in our six kids, if we gave all those gifts out and one kid, oh, my gosh, I'm so grateful. You know, and thank you so much. This one kid is like just like so over the top with, with the little thing. Like we gave him a candy cane. Uh-huh. <laughs> And then we gave them a couple gifts. And then the other four go, or other five go, I don't, now this stuff sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you go, but it's a free gift. Like yes. you can't be thankful for the free gift they've given you. And the one's going, yes, it doesn't matter what it was. You know, I'm just grateful for your love. And, and I, you showed it through this gift and I don't need the gift, but I'm, I'm grateful. And the other five are going, yeah, that's what I don't, we don't care. And they just walk out of the house. Yes. That's like, What's happening in our world right now? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. You lost me. I was is it for the God? thread. <laughs> but God's gift is so much greater, right? He's, he's God's lamb. Jesus Christ was, was sacrificed. Yes. Right. And it's, and it's his beloved son. And he and went through all that. And yet he's here. It is. Here's the free gift. And, people still and yet people are going, eh, it's yeah. okay. Not that big of a deal. Yeah. <laughs> You're going, and, and we're like, well, don't you? And so we're walking around, don't you see? Like, we're looking around at the other kids in the house and going, wait a minute, did you not see? Do you not understand? <laughs> I get you now. And they're all going, nah, I don't care. I don't care. And they go to their big, gigantic rooms and their fluffy beds. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and they call us from the from the room. Hey, can you bring me dinner? <laughs> you know, uh, you see what I'm saying? Yes, I get it. I know. I, I was get really it. way off base, but. No, no, I get it. <laughs> I do love that look in your face when I'm telling it. And you're like, oh, 
Gosh, I, I, hope, I hope the people watching understand what the hell you say. <laughs> I think you have a lot of friends that know Andy speaks, so I think we're good. <laughs> I'm a little slow on the uptake. By the way, we didn't have any of those kids. Although I did have one gift that I gave to somebody that they go, really? <laughs> <laughs> but thank you anyway. Yes, exactly. It's a lesson in manners. Yes, it's awesome. And I love how Smith talks about how much God loved Peter. And again, it is a testimony of what the power of love does. So even though he had to rebuke Peter and he would, he said to him, he even called him Satan. He said, get behind me, Satan. When Mm -hmm. Peter tried to stop him about going to the cross and yeah, he loved him. And he said, you are this rock on which I will build my church. And it's just, it's a great testimony to what it means to love with a Christ-like love. And uh, that's very cool. I just like that too. You know, hindsight being 2020, I've never said that in my entire life. Oh, really? No, I've never said that, but I'm saying it now. <laughs> You're hearkening back to a better time? I'm, yes, I'm hearkening back. But uh, to be Peter um, and John. Yes. To... To know that, I mean, that they're completely broke, right? And have really no skills. But to be able to see Jesus do those things, I would, I, you know, and I'm sure you would do the same thing. We'd say, okay, I, I'd give it all up to, to be there yes. and to be walking with Jesus. And, to, to, and to look at somebody and be like, silver and gold, I do not have, but what I have, I give it to you. In the yeah. name of Jesus of Lazarus, rise up and walk. <laughs> We got to try that once. We got to go buy somebody in a wheelchair and say this. I'm so in gold I do not have, but I say in the name of Jesus Christ, et cetera. And I mean, I, we're, we're, we're saying it a little bit in jest, but yeah. people do that all the time and heal people. Wow. Absolutely. Absolutely. The Lord's gift of healing go, has gone out to many. I saw when I was a kid on when I was watching KTTV, Channel 5. Yeah. I know a lot of people, and and some of them say, oh, those are all fake, but I don't think they're all fake. I've seen people healed. You've seen people healed. Yeah. I mean, they're not all uh, absolutist. That belittles God's power to say that they're all fake, because they're not. I've witnessed them many, many times. Mm. I witnessed them in myself. (sighs) 21 years of law enforcement, the amount of calls I went on to dead bodies, Mm -hmm. people dying. There was like a week I had a really, I, was, I told you, I had a, a friend of mine, he goes, Andy, can, if I get shot, could you not show up to my call? Because every time you show up, the person's alive when you get there and they're dead by the time you leave. Aww. And I go, stop. <laughs> but it was like, it was like two weeks of Aww. these like four or five, six calls. Very strange. But um, how different, you know, I just wonder, like at any time, could I have ever pulled that off? You know, my friends are like, what are you doing? I'm in their, my uniform with my hand on their head or oh, something and praying. Wouldn't and that have been cool? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been the talk of the whole department. Right? Yes, they said, oh, my gosh. And instead of him saying, please don't show up to, to my call when I get shot, he would have said, please show up to my call. Oh. What a big difference that would have been. But I felt I felt like, what do you mean? Just, am I cursed? Like I was what? <laughs> oh, that's so mean. <laughs> That's how they work. Hey, those of you watching, make sure and comment. Have you ever seen somebody um, healed? Like, have you witnessed yes, the, in the, name the, of hands, uh, the hands laid on somebody, prayer, and then somebody miraculously healed? Um, I just want to know if there's anybody else out there that had that experience because that would be awesome. 
let's get to the, the scripture uh, for today, which, oops, wrong tab. There we go. It's Acts 3, 1 through 16. And this is the uh, lame man at Bethsaida. Now, Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a certain lame man came who from his mother's womb was carried. They laid at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms for those who entered the temple and who seeing Peter and John go into the temple, asked for alms. And fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said, look at us. So he gave them his attention, expecting he was going to receive something from them. And Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Lazarus, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. So he, leaping up, stood up and walked into the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Then they knew it was he who sat begging, at the, uh, begging for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. Now, as a lame man who was healed held on to Peter and John, all the people ran together to them to the porch, which is called Solomon's, greatly amazed. And when Peter saw it, he responded to the men, Oh, men of Israel, why do you marvel at this? Or why do you look so intently at us as though by our own power or godliness we made this man walk? The God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, the God of our fathers, glorified his servant Jesus, who you delivered up and denied in the presence of Pilate, whom he was determined to let him go. But you denied the Holy One and the just and asked for a murderer to be granted to you and killed the Prince of Life, who God raised from the dead, of which we are witnesses. And his name, through faith in his name, has made this man strong, who you see and know. Yes, the faith which comes through him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Amen. Amen. Wow. What a good story. Isaiah 53, 6. All we like sheep have gone astray, and we have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. And that's the that's the magnitude of the of the Lamb of God is he laid all the iniquity of all of us on him. Hmm. Not just before we're saved and then after the save, it's on us. I really still struggle with that. I tell you, I've, this is my, my meditation this week because it's breaking a mental, emotional habit that I have from Islam that it just, you're just constantly trying to earn God's love. And, and Christ is constantly telling us, you can't earn my love. You repent, you accept me, and you have my love. Like, I'm so good. I'm so perfect. I love you in perfection, in totality. And you're, and we as human beings are constantly struggling to understand that and to have his power in our lives and stuff. But what he's given us is absolutely perfect. We're just struggling to realize it. Speaking of struggle, as you were Well, so I'm just getting a visual in my head. As you were talking, I was thinking about Canada. And for the longest time, when we talk about how, uh, you know, it seems that Christianity has just dwindled down to almost non-existent. You mean 
is that what led up to this? Oh, okay. I didn't know. I didn't. I yeah. never heard that before. No, yeah, that the churches and everything were just the, uh, the, the attendance had been going down, and at least that's what I've heard. And then you, we we now see what's happening. Yes, with uh, uh, the prime minister, you know, just laying down the law on people that you know we, we hear this thing about peaceful protest. When we heard it, you know, years ago, a couple of years ago, in uh, in twenty twenty. Um, it wasn't so peaceful. They were burning down buildings and things like that. And they were saying, you know, don't touch them. And, you know, how dare you think about bringing in the military or police because they're just peacefully protesting as they're burning down police departments and uh, government buildings and shooting people and hitting people with bricks. And yet in Canada, you see peaceful, actual peaceful po protesting. It, I've never seen any video. You know that they would have shown a video of somebody doing something if they were doing it. And they're right. tearing something down, hurting somebody. They, they talk about flags of swastikas and this kinds of stuff. And yet I've never seen that picture that, that you know that it would have made its way around. And then you see them just crushing these people with, uh, you know, the, taking away their bank accounts and taking their dogs and threatening to take their children. And the horses coming into the crowds and stepping on top of people. I watched like video after video of the horses coming in. The police and I'm going, what are the police? Be, I heard. Yeah, what are the police doing that for? Like, oh, my 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 brethren are stomp, uh, stomping on people. But then there's video of people on their knees praying. Oh, nice. Yes, like crowds of people praying. And I'm going, oh my gosh, is this another opportunity? Always for uh, revival of bringing the churches back to Canada. That's really powerful. Yeah. And it's just this, you know, I don't know. It's just this tearing up of stuff. Like it's just like, and then all of a sudden out of it, out of it raises believers. Yes. So As awesome. is usually the case. <laughs> God works in mysterious ways. Wow. But it was great to see those videos. They just started popping up like three or four of them of videos of people in their knees praying and their hands raised. And oh, nice. Yeah. So, more of that and then i heard another man that was just interviewed he says yeah he goes my bank account is complete on my business account my personal account all frozen all my assets like nothing goes, what, what am i supposed to do? i have a family how, how am i supposed to feed them that teaches <laughs> us about keeping money in the bank and he too. talked about that he, he, he when he drove his truck into ottawa the police guided him like went like this and waved him into a parking lot and then and that was it like he didn't he didn't block anything he followed directions and that two days later where he was where he was directed to be they now they've they've towed his truck, they've frozen all of his bank accounts. So they're doing this to every trucker or everybody that they can identify as a what would be a protester. Anybody that drove their oh. truck that didn't have like, you know, maybe dropping off something that you're you're driving in and clearly being a protester. And uh yeah. But out of it, you see people going to faith instead of going to guns, instead of going to yes, uh, you know, something extreme. looting. Yeah, looting that they are go into prayer and i think that's going to be amen uh, amazing if this is another sign of revival of bringing the churches back to that's beautiful that'd be awesome all right anything else my love anything else people that are watching we can see you watching but nobody's commenting <laughs> uh, no, no. We, have, we have a cool day we have kids coming over to the house lots, um, of, them. Uh, lots of them different friends of different over and then one son's going someplace to go hang out with one of his friends nice so this is a great day to um, share the gospel in some way Amen. whether it's through our actions or something that we say or something that could be um, mentioned while they're around maybe pray yes at some point
That'd be awesome. Around when we eat. <laughs> yeah, when we're eating, yes. Yes. Jan French, good morning. Hi, good morning, Jan. Hope you're doing well. Yes, we decided this is going to be a busy day, and if we keep waiting for the evening <laughs> times, we're never going to do it. Yes. Because tonight's going to be a busy evening, too. It's kind of what happened yesterday. Because we had, yes. uh, you know, Hedy uh, had mentioned Jack earlier. That's our pastor, Jack Hibbs, from Calvary Chapel, Tune Hills. We had our, such a great service. Oh, too. yeah, it was so powerful. I, I wanted to talk about it, but there was so much that it, 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 we would go on forever. But just watch it. Watch yesterday's service. Um, it probably doesn't matter which one, but uh, watch it and, uh, and you'll just have so much love for Jack and the church and what's going on at that church. Awesome. He's a great messenger of God. Yes. And humble uh, concerning everything that's going on. Absolutely. The only thing I want to mention that is kind of on my mind is that he taught at Prager University. Yes. And, for six hours. And uh, he had mentioned that it was... Um, an hour of teaching with a 15 minute break and another hour of teaching. But during the 15 minute break is anybody that's public has done any public speaking, you know, when you get off stage, you do, you, you have people that come up to you and want to rip your ear off yeah. and want to talk to you about stuff. And he says, so I never, he goes, I never stopped talking for the period of time. How many hours did he say? Six hours. It was just constant. Um, but what I love that he said, he said it was just God that gave him the strength right. and uh, the power to get through those, the, that, that period of time. But uh, we're very lucky to have him as a pastor. So uh, listen to yesterday's message. Anything else, my love? That's it. No. All right. We love you guys. God oh, bless. Have oh a my great gosh. What? You for, I forgot about this fantastic oh, yes. app that has Christian podcasters on it, like us. Check it out. Edify. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place, for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcast today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. E-D-I-F-I dot app. I'm sorry, my love, you had more to say? <laughs> no, I'm good. I thought check it out was my cue hit the button cool <laughs> i'm so sorry all right my friends we love you <laughs> we love you guys have god a bless. great rest of your day god bless take care bye bye